Today, Divinity of Purpose, the brand new Hatebreed CD comes out in stores. And on the telephone with us right now is the lead singer of that band. His name is Jamie Josta. Good morning, Jamie. How are you? Good, thanks. No complaints. I like that, man. I like it. So, uh, hey, you must be, you got to be busy right now because uh, big release, uh, the new album, Divinity of Purpose, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm doing interviews, uh, photo shoots, tweeting, Facebook, social media, but it's good. You know, we're, we're, we're stoked. We're excited. You know, it, it is one thing to, to have, I, I guess, the, the benefit of being able to do a, a lot of stuff courtesy of maybe a big record label behind you, but you have some support, man, but but you take a lot of that on your back, and, and I guess you take responsibility for a lot of that, too, huh? Well, we try to keep the, you know, do-it-yourself ethic intact, but it's nice to have a great team of people, and we've, you know, Hatebreed has jumped labels a couple different times, um, but we've always, you know, ended up with good, hardworking labels, and this time around, it's it's no different. So it's nice to have a good team of hardworking people. You know, we've we've talked a couple times about this, and and I have to say that you know uh, when, when you listen to some hate breed, you see some hate breed live. I mean, it's super aggressive and it's super super awesome, and you've got a great message in your music. But uh, there's an intimidation factor there. Um, people seem to be intimidated by you a little bit. And then they get to know you, and you're a super cool dude. Uh, have you ever come across that situation where you've been super intimidated by somebody and, and uh, kind of broke down the, the barriers there to talk to them? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, when when I was hosting Headbangers Ball, uh, you know, there was a lot of times where they said, oh, you know, you're going to interview Metallica, or you're going to interview Slash. Or um, I remember I was real uh, nervous to meet Dio, and Dio ended up being one of the best interviews I ever did, one of the nicest guys I ever met. And, um, you know, he even remembered, like, years later, he remembered, you know, details from the story that I had told him uh, while we were off camera. And, you know, it's just a lot of times you, you you see someone like that or you meet someone like that and it inspires you and it helps you to, you know, try to be the same way. I, you know, especially, like, looking like a guy like Slash. Like, I was like, oh, man, this is one of the most, you know, famous guitar players in the world. And he was just really cool and laid back. And it's like, if that dude doesn't have an ego, then nobody should, you know. You know, I'm wondering, does the Headbangers Ball, I mean, right. we were talking about that earlier today, is like, it's so awesome that you used to host Headbangers Ball. Did that give you a different perspective? Because it seems like your relationship with, with uh, us media guys and us rock station guys is a lot better than some, some singers might be. Did that give you a different perspective? Well, yeah, totally. And it gave us this medium to promote our videos and our music and our message and I, and and it's just made me more grateful for the people like yourself who you know aren't afraid to have me on or have hatebreed music played on the station and because we realize how valuable it is i mean that was a huge thing for a lot of bands which ended up becoming you know career artists i mean if you look at lamb of god and kills which engage and avenge sevenfold and as they lay dying and you know a lot of bands that are still around today it was a huge, huge deal, but also I, I feel like we helped create a big resurgence for older bands like Megadeth and and Slayer and and even Iron Maiden, who you know one of their videos we played like 16 weeks in a row, and it actually then crossed over into the regular rock countdown. So I mean, it's you know it's it's great to have a medium, whether it's TV, radio, the internet. It's it's great to have that for the music because really you want to have your music and your message reach as many. people people as possible and whether or not they like it 
is another thing, but as long as you're out there working, I think it's a good thing. You know, and you've been you've been in this business for such a long time and doing so many different things in it, but you're also out there on the stage playing every night to ridiculously pack crowds. Where are you on the state of, of rock and metal today? Do you feel it's strong? Do you feel it's it's wavering a little bit? Where do you stand, Jim? I think it's pretty strong right now. I mean, considering we don't really have a dedicated TV show for it and we don't really have, um, you know, a lot of bigger headline tours out there that that some of the bands can support. Um, I think, you know, there's, you know, bands like us and In Flames and Lamb of God, like we just toured together and, and that was huge and it was awesome to team up, you know, three headliners. And then last year we did uh, Five Finger Death Punch, All the Remains and Hate Breathing. I think that's the best way is to like really just try to give fans, you know, the best show and really stack the bill. And when you do that, um, you know, the, the fans appreciate it, people appreciate it, they're willing to maybe shell out a couple more bucks to get three headliners on one show, and, and I mean, we saw it, I mean, we played big rooms with this uh, Lamb of God and Flames packages, and then, you know, on that five-finger run, we were doing a lot of arenas, which, uh, you know, it's that's crazy. If you told me that Hatebreed was going to be playing in arenas with anybody, you know, uh, 10, 12 years ago, I was I would have been a little bit skeptical, but um, you know, to, to still be doing it and to be navigating through this kind of um, you know rough the rough waters of the music industry, I mean, we're lucky that we still have success. And you know, uh, we, we were also kind of discussing that the fact that uh, album sales. Everybody wants to point to album album sales and, and then compare that to the pop and, and all that other stuff. But when you look at it, do do a comparison to the tour and how many dates you guys are playing compared to some of that other stuff. It's astronomical how many how many days you're on the road. Oh yeah, I mean we've we've done more you know shows in a year than some mainstream artists you know do in. in 10 years so um but that's kind of the beauty of heavy music is that you know it's 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 pretty it's there's a lot of places that you can go and it's pretty much self um contained where it's like you know each city you go to they have a a metal scene or a hardcore scene and and the kids are loyal and they want to come out to a show whereas with pop artists and mainstream artists if you don't really have a current big hit um, or or a big song in a movie or whatever, it, it, it's tough to maintain that level of um, of interest. But you know, there's always new kids, you know, that are turning 13, turning 14, that are like, I'm into metal, and they want to go look through the history and find out about bands. And you know, eventually they come across us, and you know, it's cool. But I got to say this, you know, they told us today we're 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 already just with pre-orders on the iTunes, we're already three times what we did on the last record. Um, as a whole. So, I mean, the interest is there and people want to support us and we appreciate it because every copy counts. We're, we're an indie band on, a, on basically what is a, a large indie label. So if people go on iTunes tonight or today or whatever and, and get it or if they go to Best Buy and get the free shirt, you know, whatever, we're, we're thankful because every, every copy counts. You know, and, and and I think a big reason for that is is the, the lyrics behind a lot of the songs, man. I mean, you know, you, you, we were playing a song, Honor Never Dies, off the new album, of course, and, and you hear the message behind some of that stuff. You can tell, man, it's important to you, and I think that speaks messages to your fans as well. Totally. I, you know, this record, we want to have a lot of positive themes. I feel like we already get pinned as a hateful, negative band all the time, and and I just want to dispel a lot of that. Um, you know, there's, there's so many rumors. 
rumors about the band and different stuff that's happened throughout the years where it's like I just want to I want to give the listener a good feeling I want it to be motivating and inspiring I mean it can still be hard and heavy and in the face but it's you know with especially with a song like Honor Never Dies it's it's a pretty basic message you know when you do something honorable for someone even if nobody sees it if nobody knows about it it will live on and hopefully it will translate into other good actions in someone's life and you know, the song was inspired by when I went and visited my grandfather right before his death. He was in the Veterans Administration Hospital. And, you know, there's a lot of guys in there that they don't get visitors and they don't have family. And it's it's a shame because a lot of these guys are, are Medal of Honor winners and people who did good things for civilians and service to our country. And um, I just thought maybe this is a way that uh, you know, a touchy subject like this could be brought to light in a good way in a song. Well, uh, Divinity of Purpose, I mean, you crush it, man. The whole album is great, Jamie, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time. Next time you're town, we need to get you in here because, you know, you're getting pretty big with the stat of the day. On, uh, <laughs> and and we we got to have you come in here because we want you to do our show open. I would love that. I know, I know. I was sad that we, didn't work, we weren't able to work it out last time, but for sure, and, you know, we're trying to figure out the landscape of this world tour and we're trying to get some more u.s dates now i think originally we thought that we were going to try to do all the international stuff first so that the record could breathe and so that you know people could you know so so the record could sink in in the states and then really have an impact when we go out but it's we're actually now seeing that the impact is 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 pretty instant on this record and and people who pre-ordered the record like last night when we played honor never dies the whole place was singing it already so um, you know, it, it's good to see. We're going to have to get Boise in the routing on the on the next run, and hopefully it'll be soon. Well, you know, you got a fan base around here, man. We love you, and uh, go grab the new CD, Divinity and Purpose, in, C- in stores today. And, Jamie, dude, thank you for the time this morning, man. We appreciate it. My pleasure. You guys are the best. I can't thank you enough for all the support throughout the years. It's always good to talk to you. And thanks again, and thanks to all the listeners. Thank you, you brother. Bet, you take thanks. care, Jamie. Take care, guys.